0: Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older.
1: Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave
0: Damaschak and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network, powered by Omaha Audio. Cousin Sal coming to you on a delightful Tuesday morning. Happy post-memorial day. Mikey meatballs, fiddling with the knobs, baby face, Joel Solomon, producing this mess. And joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss, one of which I owe a big apology to. Maybe I, I might owe an apology to my dear, dear pal, Martin Weiss, too. But let's start with Dave Damashek. You did a check. You said it when Martin and I were crying. We had bet the heat. You said, listen, just wait it out. If the Celtics lose in seven, there won't be anything better. And I was like, oh, I, I just I don't want to chance it. Just get rid of them in five or, God forbid, six. And it happened. And you were right. It was delightful. What a <laughs> win. What a win for the Heat. And so I hope you accept my apology, Shaq.
2: I do. It's a win for mankind, obviously, who wanted to hear Boston fans puff their chest out for the umpteenth time. And I'm going to go, I don't know. I, I'm feeling it right now. I'm going to say this. I think that what happened, on mm-hmm. Memorial Day night 2023 officially ends this Boston wave that has consumed Whoa. 21st century sports that's it the bruins lost to the to the miami panthers now In game 7 miami heat it's over tom brady now owns the raiders
0: <laughs>
1: wow wow Martin.
0: well <laughs> tom i don't know brady about all owns all that. the raiders
2: I mean-
1: did it you hear the terrific? evil laugh out of this guy? <laughs>
2: Congratulations, <laughs> it thought, was a
1: good run, good
2: run, Boston.
0: It's over, Martin. I thought we hated Boston more than check, but now I wonder. One hundred three eighty four heartbreaking loss for Celtics fans. Um, and uh, it was uh, crazy, scary after Game Six. Like I was like, oh my god. Like I'm trying to figure that out. Like Martin, well, I don't know where that stands in history as a bad loss, but you have to consider how great it was for the Celtics to win in spectacular fashion in game six to appreciate how heartbreaking game seven was. Right.
1: But even still at the end of game six, they tried everything in their power to lose. Sure. How are you yeah. filing a three point shooter at the end? I mean, if, if Missoula doesn't challenge that to add the extra nine seconds or point nine back on the clock, it's over in six. I mean, yeah. So I lost it all year. It was just I don't know. It's like a, uh, like the expendable. something or something like that. A movie with incredible cast, all these mm-hmm. Hollywood superstars. And it comes out and it's like 3.5 out of five stars. You know, it's just like, you know, they, they, it was so good. So good.
0: <laughs> I, I just, I'm looking, you know, in your right check, the fans would have been extra insufferable for beating this eight seed. Jimmy Butler, 28 points. He was the Eastern conference final MVP. It should have been Caleb Martin. He had 26, uh, but he was phenomenal. He was 11 for 16. He barely missed in game six and seven. And more importantly, I thought, when the Celtics were kind of making a comeback, even though there was a stretch in that third quarter where nobody could make a shot, but at least they cut it to seven and they had the ball and they would miss. And then like, all right, come on, Butler, just take it to the hoop and get fouled and make a free throw just to end this scoring slump, you know, take the fans out of it. No, it was it was Caleb Martin. I mean, he was he put up a three to get them to 10 and then a turnaround jumper to keep it at 10. And they there was no looking back from there, Sheck. He, I thought, was the MVP.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. It's a certain narratives were leaned into too strongly to undo Jimmy Butler as the MVP. I get it, Caleb. Yeah, I make sure he should have been. But as I said, if it makes Boston fans feel any better... You lost. I don't know. Should this should this make a Boston sports diehard feel better or worse? You got Belichick. You have the far better yeah. team, much more talented team, but you got Belichick outclassed in terms of coaching. That that uh, team that you lost to has officially one superstar who rises mm-hmm. up in big spots. Brady equals Butler. You have one huge physical specimen who's more athletic than his body should allow. Gronk equals Bam, to Flintstones mm-hmm. named characters. And then you have a bunch of randos who were undrafted, who nobody respected, and
0: have a chip on their shoulder. Congratulations. You just yeah. got Belichick. I agree. I'm wondering, though, I'm trying to harken back to last year where they made it to the finals and lost in the finals uh, to Golden State. But was that a coachable team? Because I just see this team. This is just hero ball. Make your three or miss. And I know, Martin, you're sick of me saying it, but this was that is the Celtics. I know that you can not really run too many plays in the NBA, but they don't run any plays. And they were nine for forty two from three. And uh, and that was that. So I don't know if it's Belichick. Belichick has a very coachable team, a very molded team. And Martin, does it seem like this team was just like, I, like halfway through the game? I was like, all right, I might lose my heat bet. But this team is going to get pummeled by the Nuggets. The Nuggets don't put up with nonsense. Right. And they'll slap oh, yeah. them around. But that's kind of what I felt about the Celtics.
1: Just just awful to watch. I mean, they took so many shots. That would have gotten me benched in the flow of the game in high school. Like <laughs> right. so many, like in, on the fundamental, like grassroots level. Like, especially Jalen Brown. You passed the ball uh. maybe more than once on offense, unless you have a decided advantage right there. And then maybe when you're on your fourth turnover, figure out. I don't have a decided advantage. I need to move the ball a little bit more and maybe move without it and try to get open and use some of my athleticism instead of right. trying to dribble with my left hand, which ain't an option. Like that yeah. team really needs somebody. I think they either need to improve over. I mean, obviously we'll get to probably get to it in a minute, but like Brown and Tatum, I wouldn't necessarily think about breaking that up. Cause it's still two of the better wings than you have been in the, a lot of the Eastern conference finals in the last yeah. five years. Well, I think I, I they got to get, gotta get better yeah. over. Uh, I over know Al I Orford know. Or, or Marcus. Like you got, they got to improve.
0: Why does it just look like they? Sometimes they just don't know how to dribble. And granted, but big ankle injury to start the game that sucked for Tatum. He still ended up with a double double, only fourteen points. So I don't think that was a nineteen point difference. Uh, in the game, but it, it certainly was a difference. But Martin, back to you with Caleb Martin, your namesake. You were named after Caleb Martin, right? But <laughs> I don't know if that's true, But you specifically um, spoke out against this uh, and the, the, the snub there, and especially by one of the voters, Reggie Miller, who the all last two games. <laughs> I don't know how many times he said, "If the Heat win, Caleb Martin is the MVP," and then he voted for Jimmy Butler. Does he think that it's a secret ballot? Like he, they should know by now that the it's gonna you're gonna get busted for something like this.
1: I. It just, it just goes to show you, especially with these awards, it mm. logically whatever happened. Like, I watched every game of this, and I imagine the people who voted for it did as well. Every time the Celtics went on a run and Miami answered as, after game two, it was Caleb Martin who answered yeah. the bell. Like, Caleb Martin was the guy. Moving him into the starting lineup was the adjustment that Spostrow made that won them games. Like it's just, I understand that Jimmy Butler was like, you know, a steadying force, but he was terrible in two games of this series. And if it really was, and if they made the three free throws to go up in game six, but was terrible in game six up until that point, really. And, you know, it would have been written by the winners. History would have so like, we wouldn't maybe remembered it that way. But if we're going to have these awards that are simply, it's, Stated for the conference finals, then let's just do the conference finals. I, it's just I don't. know. It's fun,
0: Shaq. Yeah, he was eighteen for twenty nine in the last two games and if, if you do for the fourteen playoff, from three. Of
1: course, it's Jimmy, right?
0: Well, even Dude. if you do that, j- just look at this series. He had a twenty five point game. He had a fourteen point game. He was five for twelve. But you know, all right, That even that's barely subpar, right? At that point, so yeah, he was he was the man, Shaq. As far as the trophies go. How great. Extra insult to injury. Just taking a shiv, and we'll talk about the other shiv in a minute, But and turning it, the fact that the trophies for the MVP and the Eastern Conference just team award go, it's the Koozie Award and the Larry Bird Award. Oh, my God. Just delightful. Yeah, that's a, delightful.
2: That's what I was just thinking uh, 30 seconds ago. Let's, let's cut the crap with the icy, cool, objective analysis here. Boston hmm. Celtics fans, about... 20 or so hours ago, somewhere in that range, maybe less, we're trying to figure out which of their heroes was going to have his name etched onto the koozie or the whatever Celtics honoree. Right. I, it is so funny that... Th- did Do you think any Celtics fan really... I know people don't like to speak it out there so that they get got by the sports gods, but deep in their soul, do you think any Celtics fan really believed... That there was a chance that after surviving game six, that they weren't, that it wasn't ordained that they were going to the finals no. and they were going to take. Oh, that's why it's so delicious. Not.
1: That's why well, it's delicious. Not to and Celtics this is what, fans, Dave. I agree. Mean, I, I felt, agree. Like, I felt right. like I was the only person on the planet, me and you, Sal. I felt like we were the only people yeah. on the planet that still believed in the Miami Heat. Me, you, actually, and I got to give a shout out real quick, my buddy Kat. And his wife, Sylvie. I was going to say, my guy, the Ed, he
2: pointed to that fishy number of seven. Why were they not? Why? It was weird because I was right. If you remember when we talked on Thursday, I said, if they yeah. survive five, that number will revert back to three apologized. and a half. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. and so it did. But like seven back in ba- Why was it only seven? I was surprised by that. Why that was it did, only
0: seven? Or more, Well, it oh. went up
2: to it was seven for a lot of the day. And then it was at seven and a half. By the time it tipped off, which I thought was a little weird. And that did give me some pause. But still, the larger point. I was trying to compare it. I thought it was a a given they were going to win that one.
0: And I was trying to compare it. Like, I think it's the reverse Mookie Wilson game, right? Because who would have thought the Mets would lose game seven after winning how they did with the Mookie Wilson and Buckner in game six, right? Uh, and I encourage you to watch uh, Once Upon a Time in Queens, it, it documents all of it. Great, great documentary. We uh, hats off to whoever produced that. And uh, but anyway, yes, after the, after the crazy shot, after you know, the, the, the Derek White amazing follow up, you wouldn't have thought there was any way they would lose. Game seven. And that's what uh, makes it even better. Is that what is that a fair comparison check? It's like if the Mets had lost game seven, a game, by the way, they were down three nothing in uh, against the Red Sox. I think that's a fair compare, like the reverse of that for Boston.
2: Yeah, I think that's right. And um, I think that's a that's a perfect one, because, yes, doesn't history off the top of my head? I guess it would be the equivalent of the Patriots rallying from 28 to three, forcing overtime. And then the Falcons winning it in overtime yes. or the right, bills right. giving mm-hmm. it in overtime, losing to the Oilers way back when, and whatever year that was 92 or whatever. Yep. But uh, yeah, right. It, it made no sense there. It didn't feel like it's almost as though the rhetoric that you hear in NBA games, when a team falls back by 20 mid third quarter, and then they rally all the way back and it's like, they got it back there. Even like, they're gas now. They had to expend all that energy to catch up. Yeah. Now they got nothing left except right. that there were forty-eight hours between those two events.
0: Yeah, and you're going not, home, and you're still right. playing against the inferior team, and everything pointing their direction. I want to say Martin Twitter was on fire yesterday. It really. There are sometimes when we look at it, it's like ah, oh, it gets too political. I could go off of this. What do I need it for? But last night, I mean, maybe not for Celtics fans, but it was spectacular. It was funny. It was informative there were a billion memes and they all involved our pal bill simmons who was captured <laughs> distraught at the arena and uh i don't know i just uh it was one of the nights where uh, bill simmons probably is the worst night of twitter of his life but i thought i thought it was great i thought i was like wow this is this is why i like this dumb app
1: you know i feel like you know power <laughs> bill i would take that as uh almost like a tip of the cap You know, it's like you know what, trending all over the place. Um, I'm trending all over. Everybody is taking this opportunity right now to see that I'm Mm -hmm. the like. It's like almost like he's the face of the of the team. Like he's, you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Almost like the the avatar for the team in a way. Because everybody was poking fun at them, and it's like really, it was like, do we really want Bill Simmons and the ESPN BPI to win? Like I feel like that was the kind of overwhelming sentiment after Game Six. And, yeah, uh, absolutely. And neither one did.
0: Neither Speaking one of the game
1: did. six, uh, I say Derek good White... for him,
2: though. I, I have to say, good for him on a couple of counts. Martin is exactly right, as I always say, at a much lower wow. level, uh, admittedly. But when Kansas City Chiefs fans, after they annihilate the Steelers predictably in the playoffs, the Chiefs fans in the seconds after that are thinking, I have to tweet at Dave Damashek to get his goat. You know who wins? Yeah, Dave Damashek. Same thing for Bill <laughs> Simmons times a million, uh, or right. wait, like three hundred million, something like whatever yeah, it is. About
0: two fifty in that but range. But I do yeah,
2: have to say, weird. that's a spiritually sound move. You're where our, our parents ain't around forever. You go, yeah. you go do it. That's what sport. I, what dad, do I preach all the guy. time to get sacred? Right. You go sit with your old man. For a special moment, it didn't come through, mm-hmm. but I love the move anyway. I thought it was a it, solid goal. Now, nah, game six.
1: Now, yeah. If I, quick, no, yeah. The last thing I wanted to say ahead. though, in a league in which everybody roots for one or two stars, like I love the fact that like there's there's people out here who are still like married to a team and or take the ups and downs right. with that mm-hmm. team in and out, and because that makes it so much better when they actually do succeed or they do have those moments. It's like because you remember this sick feeling in your balls, as damn Shepard say, as you sit there and you watch your team get throttled. Right.
0: He had not only that, he had to get on a plane, Simmons. He, I'm guessing Southwest and probably didn't pay extra for the A thing. So I'm guessing like he got a (laughs) C-boarding pass somewhere in the middle, 34, 35th row, whooped it up with friends before the game. This is a foregone conclusion and then has to sit there and they make a meme out of him right there. But yes, it was with his dad. And that's great. And it was all because of game six. Now we mentioned this. I do want to say, Shaq, the Derek White follow up was amazing. And so we should probably be asking a Celtics fan this. Maybe you want to ask Hench, where does it? Where does it rank in Boston basketball lore? Is it Havlicek? Is it between Havlicek and Bird stealing it? Is it third? it's funny you say that because what what bugged
2: me because you know i love the aesthetics that surround things the visual the the Mm -hmm. aural and and beyond and um i was bummed by the national call on that because to me it was uh you know it was empirically clear that that the bucket was good like it wasn't even close like oh my god boston just won it there and the the broadcast team all, all three of them were like, I don't know if that one's good.
0: Like, I think that maybe good. Maybe good. But like- even the bench didn't really celebrate. They showed both the side by side benches, and it was just confusion, it which was uh, weird. obviously you don't want that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I thought that true. was you weird, but like what was the guy's name? Yeah. Johnny,
2: was it Johnny Most? I for, forgive sure. me for not knowing the local legend there, but like I'm would yeah. just
1: stole the ball, like
2: DJ got it to burn, it's a burn, you know, like all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you, I would you rather miss hear on that. I would like to right. hear Johnny Most's call on that because it would feel more special. But now, I think you're gonna, I where think does you're gonna it resonate yeah. in Boston lore? Here's your question for for Simmons. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, and, and believe me, I can't wait to ask Kevin Hench this on minus three later this week. Where does this one rank on
0: the pain rankings? Well, that I, I want to know that maybe in the lore, the game six, it's it's is it similar to Fisk's home run that didn't yeah, right. ultimately matter? I guess that's where where it would be right there. Uh, does it stay fair or foul? Um, I do want to talk about. I think Martin, you brought it up earlier. Butler fouled with three seconds left, um, even though it was really two point one. There are still images of him not being touched at two. Two nine, I guess was that, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, but there should the, the point is Derek White needed all of three seconds to get that put back out. I don't like when they go to the they go and, and and look at it and get it wrong time time wise especially get that right. It's like getting your car recalled, right? It's like oh, this is a pain in the ass, but uh, I don't want to blow up on the four hundred five, so I'm going to take it in. I'm going to miss uh, a couple hours of doing whatever I was doing, but at least get it right, at least fix it. I don't want to hear the rattling noise as i'm pulling out of my driveway anymore this is that that just sucked martin
1: no nah, i mean i they, i guess at this point i'm used to it cuz it feels like almost every time they look at something they are adjusting the clock as well get the clock right though but,
0: the call of the charge block whatever you get the clock right you can see where contact is made what you know? drove me
1: nuts is a technical foul on bam for hitting the rim on accident as he's trying to block a shot like it, they they had that, and then they called uh, Jimmy Butler charge when Marcus mm. Smart was already inside the restricted area. Back to back bad calls that just gave Boston possessions down the stretch, and they didn't end up doing much with them until the very last one. But well,
0: it's just a mat, and it didn't matter, Shaq. But the Heat, too, when you as soon as you see you wake up Monday, oh, the Heat are two and thirteen in games ref by Foster over the uh, over the past two seasons, and like. Why did they put that guy in there? Are there no other technically sound crews that we could use for a big game? It has to be like, I think like Adam Silver's like, all right, who do we want? We want a a referee. Are you universally hated? Scott Foster's like, yeah, okay. All right. Do you, are you um, skewed in favor of one team over the other? uh, Typically, well, well, two and 13. Good. You're hired. We want you on that game seven right there. Unless that's the idea. Uh, Right.
2: Well, it's funny because it's, it's, I can never remember the the guy's name. I, my brain is forever blocked. I guess, but it really does summon in WWE. What's the guy's name with Million
0: Dollar Man? The brothers, uh, right? the referee um, who was on the oh, on yeah. the hook oh, for now uh, I can't remember. not Virgil, yes. the
2: bodyguard. But then there was the oh, Danny the, Davis. Danny Davis. Danny. Right. Right. I think that. Yeah, yeah. that sounds right. Da- yeah. Yeah. Dangerous Danny Davis. That cannot something? be yeah. the story. This is game 7 of the Eastern Conference yeah. final the, the mm-hmm. a, a storyline cannot be if you're the NBA who's officiating oh. the game as it has w- when it has a negative connotation like that it's, it's a ridiculous thing there aren't there aren't any other officials that the NBA so that people wouldn't then Float their weird conspiracy theories about what yeah. it all means. It was a, rare, a real weird decision, as far as I'm concerned, that you would put Foster well, in. Well, why
0: risk it? Like, why the right. NBA? Hey, hey, some one team is probably going to go nine for 42 from three. That, that's just what we've seen. So you won't, you know, but why? So the refereeing won't matter. But, uh, yeah, why, why risk? By the way, Martin, we have to remember this. I meant to send this to you. I think 65% the unders are hitting in game seven. And it makes sense. Oh, yeah. The game from game four to game seven, the over under went down 13 points. Hmm. So you're already you're already like uh, in a little bit of a trouble there. Uh, you're not getting the best of that number. But there's always going to be a team that doesn't shoot well. That's tight. It's just too effing intense. These games. Right. So let's remember
1: unders uh, from here on in. Um, yeah, Actually, I had the under 204, 204 and a half. And then in, 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 yeah. in this game, seven easy.
0: I mean, the, the Celtics didn't get 20 points until like three minutes left and the three minutes gone in the second. Um, we'll we'll make our official picks Thursday. Denver minus three eighty. Now, this would have been even, about even if the Celtics had uh won. Minus three eighty, Miami plus three hundred, Jokic minus three twenty-five for MVP. Caleb Martin thirty to one. Thirty to one. You have to jump on that if you're thinking heat check. Thirty to one. Um I have Jokic at plus 475, so I'm happy with that. What are your early thoughts on this matchup?
2: Well, I think the way to get some juice attached to this one, if you're like most people I think are taking the Nuggets here, um, mm. is to call for not a series victory, not for them to handle the heat, but to sweep the heat. That's Damagech's mm-hmm. prediction. I think the Nuggets sweep oh, this you're series. you're already. That, wow. That's right. That's exactly right. And let me tell you something else. My only concern with this is, and it's legitimate is you know i don't no spoiler alerts here but 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 barry the other series on hbo that just wrapped up kind of played with the um played with that uh animal house type of like freeze frame here's what happens to all the characters down the road kind of vibe um i feel like it's been so long with the 2023 denver nuggets That maybe the same thing could be a play here. I I don't know what's happened to Jokic since last time we've seen him. Maybe he's grown his hair long (laughs) and he's owned opened up a weed shop, and now he's now he's a Bill Walton style. He's three hundred ninety
0: pounds. Maybe Jamal,
2: yeah, maybe Jamal (laughs) Murray has packed on eighty seven pounds since last we've seen him. I don't don't know what's happened to him. We need those little update things. Well, let me clear my uh, head on this, and otherwise nugs to sweep. I think.
0: I think here's what you do, and I, I I agree. It's it's going to be a long time. The series starts Thursday, and that's uh, not a very long layoff for um Miami, but um many many weeks for the <laughs> for the Nuggets. No, but if you like Denver to sweep, um well, see now I got to find the odds on this. Check here we go. Let's I just know. do it. I apologize. I no, it's all right. It's I all right. I meant to look, look them like, up though. in
1: advance, and I didn't. I will if say you, while you're looking up the yeah, odds yeah. for Denver to sweep, I would. Mm-hmm. Just humbly remind you that the Miami Heat in each playoff round this season have gone on the road and won game one.
0: All right, so that's what I'm going to say. Denver to sweep is Plus 525. See, there you go. To win game one in the series, which I think, and Martin is getting at it, is, the is you know, that's the concern, right? What kind of Denver? Miami has to win game one, but it doesn't mean they'll win the series. So if you got Miami to win and Denver to win the series, Miami takes game one, Denver wins the series, plus 650. Take both those, Sheck. Okay, that's interesting. Okay, there you
2: go. That's good counsel. Game one,
0: Denver's sleep. Okay, I don't know. Did I do that right, Martin? I don't know. That just jumped out at me. Like, that's their only chance to be in this series is to win that game one, right?
1: No, and I probably think that's kind of how it plays out. I know we'll give our official picks later on. I'm gonna have some more props. They just don't lose at
0: home. They don't ever lose at home.
1: Denver hasn't lost at home yet, but if you just look at the trend of Miami, they and it's you know, if you think about it. Like Milwaukee probably would have been favored over Denver, and Boston yeah. would have been favored over Denver. Oh, of and course, Miami beat both of them.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at that game one line, which is eight and a half, which is slightly higher than the Boston home games, but about the same as when Milwaukee played Miami. Boy, Denver, three out of four opponents check were in the play-in series. Isn't that something? I think it's I wild. We, I don't think we'll ever see that again. I don't know um but anyway good 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 job by them. We talk Sorry. about the regular season mattering they they took care of business and they get rewarded right
2: absolutely right. and yes, I get that recent history with the heat um you know the combo of the banging away while the nuggets were resting up yes, we've seen like teams have had too long a layoff and they're not exactly mm-hmm. right but the other team is riding the wave of emotion and everything else. But practically, like we've discussed before, maybe it's a little overstated the advantage that you have playing at home in Denver, but getting beaten up the back and forth, the the game in Miami on Saturday, Mm -hmm. then Monday night up in Boston. Now they're flying. By the way, that's one of the great all time nonsense stories. Wait, Denver booked flights to go oh, from, I know. from Boston no, to Denver. How dare they make travel <laughs> That's plans? So right, exactly. <laughs> what, what the hell are you talking about? Uh, that that non-story <laughs> is great. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I hear all the, the cases that you guys are making. It's kind of a bummer in, in this sense, and I don't want to rag on these finals. I feel like it's pretty straightforward that Denver should handle what, what I know a lot of teams that were more talented than the Heat, but I do think that This I think this is the Nuggets time here. It's about to pay off. The thing I'm a little bummed about is, is I like historical matchups in big spots. I I did feel like it had a retro vibe like Boston Celtics, sort of like in major league baseball when the two leagues never played each other. Like I can't wait to see the stylistic differences here. Tatum and Brown. The Jokic and company would have been a fascinating seven game series. This one, I feel like is pretty, pretty obvious to me. I hear what Martin's saying. Maybe the heat will say when I still think yeah. it's at most a five game series.
0: That Listen, they got some grit. They have grit, Miami. The Celtics didn't have it. I know that, Yeah, like I said, it would have been even odds wise. Right. But I don't mm-hmm. think the Celtics would be able to hang. I do worry a little bit still about Butler getting hot because he's going to have to Martin, right? He'll have to be a lot better than he was to, uh, to hang with this Denver crew.
1: yeah, We're going to have to see uh, the first two rounds of Jimmy Butler again, because to be, I mean, again, Caleb Martin was the best player uh, in these last seven games, you know, uh, you know, per game basis. But again, he expanded to the whole playoffs. Jimmy Butler was the reason they got to the first two rounds with Caleb Mm -hmm. Martin turning up a little bit towards the end of the second round, but they're going to need, especially like, when you think about the way that they were able to beat Boston, Miami, I mean, I'm sorry, Denver is not going to take the bad shots that Boston was taking. No the way. The one-pass no. threes. like and <laughs> They'll having, play
0: defense. They won't take bad shots. <laughs> they have a go-to guy who's not afraid to uh, put the ball in his hand at the end. Like They don't, they don't so get caught
1: sleeping. It's going to no. have to be something where, and we've seen LeBron do it in, in previous finals. But where he's Jimmy Butler's usage rate is off the charts, where he's just handling the ball and slowing the game down and handling and and possession because a by possession basis, Miami values possessions more than I think any other team in the postseason. That's part yeah. of the reason why they're still here. They don't take those one pass threes and bad shots. Really, they that's why they well, shoot let, forty percent from three.
0: Jimmy Butler, you could praise him till the cows come home. He he'd be the third best player on Denver right now. Right now. Hmm. I think. Right. Uh, I mean, come on. It's uh, we've seen enough of this and you're right, Martin. If he, if he puts up 51 and 55, whatever he did against Milwaukee, we'll um, revisit that. But Shaq, to your point about matchups and they didn't get what they wanted. I think our friend Ross Tucker posed this question. If they did a consolation series third for third, fourth on like off days opposite the finals, the Celtics Lakers get better ratings.
2: Oh yeah, that's a great point. And by the way, let's bring that back. All you need is incentive for players to do it, which is to Mm -hmm. say money. People say, "Ah, it's irrelevant. We'd all watch it and it would be fun to see if there were some stakes, money for the players and draft position or I don't know what, but yes, I love those kinds of ideas. Listen, it's driving me
0: crazy. Uh, It only drives me crazy, but but there are you know, it should go hockey, NBA every other day, right? There are some holes in that schedule. Sunday, June 11th, there's no games. There's no games in two Sundays. Like That's that, right. We're all yeah, pausing as a nation to celebrate
2: Dave Damashek's birthday.
0: That's uh, right. The exactly. greatest birthday, the
2: greatest birthday on the 365-day <laughs> calendar. Joe no Montana, Vince birthday. Lombardi. um uh, yeah. All right. There you uh, go. Who's the Martin's girl? not who- coming
0: to your party. Don't have a party at your house because he won't come. Um, (laughs) No, 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 that's not.
2: That's the other way. The uh, now listen, I are the big questions to me as we move on into this Nuggets heat thing, which I think everybody's going to try to jazz up for exactly the reasons that you're talking about is we don't have sports to look forward to. So now we got to lean into what's in front of us here. But before we move on from the Celtics, I, I still think now Nick Nurse is gone. So that impacts it. I still wouldn't be excited if I were a Celtics fan about keeping Missoula. One, I... I Oh, know. yeah, no. Yeah, no,
0: no. What, what, but they're what, going I to, I think, be, right? They're think not going to so? move on from uh, him. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that. And here's well, the other did big... You, did, did, did anybody catch that they replaced uh, a doc with a nurse? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's just... Good <laughs> well done. You know what happened? Yeah, that's right, good. Um,
2: but the other big thing is to debate here because this is what boston fans are going to do the the salve on their emotional wounds right now Mm -hmm. is yeah but we would have won that with jason tatum if he had been healthy so the questions are one would they have won that game if jason tatum is healthy one and two
0: by three they lost by nine okay but the other part of that question
2: is will history give a crap about that at all History says nobody will care except the people in Boston. Like, yeah, we would have won, but our guy got nobody remembers it. Nobody cares. That's not the reason that this happened to the rest of the world. So you can explain that away among your chums up in Boston, but nobody in the rest of the world is going to be like, yeah, but if Tatum three years, 43 minutes,
0: he played right. He played if he didn't play and they lost by 19. I still don't still not sure you could say it, but you have a, you have a better fight at it. Right. Yeah. He played. He got a double digit rebound. So, um, and they suck. They just could not shoot. I don't know. We've seen them not shoot before. And this was one of those nights they came up short. All right, listen, let's take a quick break. We'll give Caesar some love and then we'll talk NHL. Another delightful matchup. We look yeah. forward to. must be 21 plus and present in select states gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER terms and conditions apply see app for details this podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza the number one pick in Detroit style pizza why
1: it's simple Jets is better with the thickest crispiest cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country there's no competition right now get five dollars off any eight corner pizza with code eight save that's the number eight s-a-v-e
0: Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza, better because it has to be. All right, Vegas Knights crushed the stars, really crushed them at home. My God, it's as bad a home elimination game, Lot right, for a team that was in it? Uh, do you, I can't think back of a, of a worse... Thrashing at home in a meaningful game, huh? Uh, than well, Dallas that's stars. funny. That's
2: why you have Dave here because uh, there happened to be ahead. a that's game it. in springtime of 1991,
0: uh, worse than six nothing. A game six,
2: as a matter of yeah. fact, and uh, the the home Minnesota North Stars. Back the in their team. joint here, the Met center or whatever the hell they call that. They got uh-huh. to enjoy watching the greatest player in the history of people. Number 66 finally Kratzke. get over and hoist uh. that cup up over his head. Ain't nothing. Final.
0: Oh, all right. Okay. See, I shouldn't have said anything. Damn it. babyface! You got to remind me not to say anything. Uh, really. Uh, <laughs> he's got you remember every box score since 1975. Of course, it's going to be a, a Penguins win. All right. Now that's substantial. So we have Vegas and Florida in the finals. You know, you laugh at that. But Martin, did you see like the hundreds of people watching from the Circa pool in Vegas? It looked I like did. fun. I Maybe did. not I what did. the founding fathers envisioned, but a cool sight at least.
1: I, that's probably dave i'm sure the, the hockey purist and he only enjoys it if you can actually bundle up and have a hot cocoa while yeah, you you're watching you can't uh, have hockey. a shirt
0: off but yeah. uh
1: yeah no that, that first of all that circle pool looks amazing like yeah it's great it, it looks just like uh, an incredible place to spend three hours watching a, of any type I of. i mean sporting, if you can't you know?
0: meet your wife there i don't know how oh no no it's, a, it's just a, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all dudes it's 100 percent dudes but uh yeah, no, it's good. I, I've not been in the uh, in the water, but I've I've been there and looked at it, and we shot a bit there for a gimbal, and, and it's uh, fascinating. But anyway, Vegas minus one thirty, Panthers plus one ten to start Saturday. You have any thoughts, Jack?
2: Not really. I mean, I I I, <laughs> I I could hardly be more apathetic about this one. I think the Knights get it. You know, it's funny that now. This will be the third invocation of that 1991 Stanley Cup final between Minnesota and Pittsburgh, because I think that was the first one in NHL history in which the two combatants um, Mm -hmm. had never lifted the silver. And this is the latest update to that. Neither, obviously, the Vegas Knights or Florida Panthers have ever won a Stanley Cup before. So
0: now, seven games from now or fewer, somebody will finally get that. I, I try to make some nice free bets for Mikey meatballs and Eddie spaghetti and uh, he spaghetti like the pan. They did. He liked the, what did he like? The Panthers cracking. He went with one of his free bets. He had the stars to win the cup for another free bet. He can't. So what does he do? He goes off to Hawaii. I don't know if we'll ever see him. Do they have a team Hawaii? They're going to have they're getting they need a team, right? Yeah. They should get one. Uh, all right. Mikey meatballs, jump on real quick. Give us uh who's going to win this series and, and a reason why. Uh, I think the Panthers will end up taking the series. I think Kachuk <clears throat> has just been on fire and Bobrovsky's the hot goalie. So, you know, Hill for the the Knights, he's a little bit untested, I would say, in the, the playoffs mm-hmm. so far. So Bobrovsky's been yeah. unstoppable. He's a Conn Smythe winner. Uh, well, he's my Conn Smythe winner right now. And then Kachuk has just been pretty good with the timely goals, so I'm going with the Panthers. Did you know Mikey Meeples has his own award? He has his own Conn Smythe award. Uh- Shaq. That's pretty cool.
2: <laughs> his All con right. smite. So, so selfless. He gets his own thing. He's like, I'm still gonna call it by the other guy. I'm not gonna change it to yeah, the exactly. Mikey Meatballs trophy. You that's know. nice. My <laughs> who is my uh... con smite. Okay. That's uh, that's good. Cool. I listen, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna attempt a massive uh pushback. I yeah. think the Knights are, I mean, given the course of the season, the superior team, but obviously that's been rendered irrelevant all through the last what six or seven weeks of these NHL mm-hmm. playoffs. So I, I throw my hands in the air. Yes, Kachuk has been, been the best player in the tur- in the tournament this year. So makes He's
0: sense. He's plus Plus two fifty to win. Cons, my Bobrovsky is uh, the favorite at two to one. Jack Eichel plus three seventy five. There is something I'm looking for weird um, prop bets here on Caesars. Will the Stanley Cup winner have a shutout in any of the games? Yes, is plus one hundred and five. We've seen a bunch. That mm. was my my go to. Uh, both teams will score, and then I think they have been like four shutouts in the last. I like that bet. Seven days. You like the yes? Yes, on uh, yeah. one
2: team getting a donut mm-hmm. in at least one game.
0: All right, that's fun. Plus one hundred and five. Uh, fun to root for. That's got, well, uh, it's not
2: fun to root for. That's a don't no, that's pass right. bet. No, You're betting no, against fun. You're betting with my no goals equals no fun. But I'm with you on this one. There Speaking can't just fun, be
1: great goalie play, Dave. No. Yeah, yeah, Shaq,
0: be. that's nice. What well, fast, great saves are fun to root for, right? I don't, I, I
1: don't <laughs> get this. I don't get it when people complain about the sport that they like. Like they're like, oh, we got to watch the <laughs> Heat and the Nuggets. Oh my gosh, how would we ever? Oh, Adam Silver must be mad. Like no, like what are we doing? It's a good. It's, it should be a good great time. series. You know what like happens it. if, if like nobody it. scores? maybe probably there's good defense being played. No,
0: no, but if it was Heat Memphis, I think we're in love with Jokic. I think we're in love with Murray now. I think we're in love with the Denver style of play. But there are some matchups where you'd be like, ah, crap. What really? Well, Two listen, when this. you
2: got 91, the Braves and the Twins, that didn't, yeah. that, before it started, you didn't think, boy, this is going to be a gangbusters World Series. And it, is considered on the very short list of best World I Series ever. So maybe that happened. Five happen. or six
0: Hall of Six Hall of Famers
1: in that matchup, right? But not when Somewhere it there.
2: when it happened. It was. Did you know good. they
1: were Hall of Famers then? I think so, right? Didn't no, one? I don't. Kirby I, I don't Puckett think and Jack were...
0: Morris weren't going to the Hall of Fame. No. Gavin I don't think.
2: I don't think. God, no, I think so much Puckett of the didn't legend. Play much
0: longer did he? Yeah. A
2: Ton of Kirby's legend is owed to that World Series. And Uh, uh, Shamu, Herbeck, and Dan Gladden, and those names resonate on a level that obviously they wouldn't if they don't win that World Series. And the all-time nails performance, uh, as you you mentioned, um, from Morris in Game 7 and all that. But that stuff didn't exist before. I am remaining cynical, though, because it doesn't present... uh, Right now, maybe I'll be... I just don't think this one's a great series that we look back on. And and by the way, either of these two finals that we're about to watch... Here, I don't think we look back 20 years from now and say, "Remember 2023,
0: boy, that was." No, I think this year is remembered for Boston, Miami, Game Six and Seven. I think those—that's what's going to stand. I think out that's right, probably for this year. Um, now speaking of fun, your guy Le'Veon Bell, Shaq, uh, did an interview and said he smoked pot before games. Mm-hmm. Um, he said when I was playing football, I smoked, bro. Even before the games, I'd smoke and I'd go out there and run for 150 two touchdowns. So, um. Makes sense. Fine. If it works for you, what the hell? But it also explains a lot with the <clears throat> stop and go when he'd hit the holes, right? He was probably he was probably paranoid. Had the cotton mouth, like, oh crap, what do I do? I need a second or three to regroup. And uh, and then he found some daylight. Yeah, I
2: I mean, you know, this is a conversation at least 20 years old from R- Ricky Williams, right? We uh, right. our our guy Corolla has gone on, and I'm like, what about? Performance enhancing drugs. What about uh, performance detracting drugs? Like if you're Mm -hmm. high and you're trying to do that, shouldn't that be harder if you're Ricky Williams? Shouldn't we give him more credit for doing that while he's high? Um, I don't know. I guess if your chemistry says like, hey, smoke some drugs before you go and do it. And Mm. it enhances your performance. But I, you know, it's not something that Roger Goodell probably likes to celebrate, but, you know, Marshawn Lynch has talked about. It. He liked the little Courvoisier before games. um yeah. You know, yeah, just, I, some I'm guys curious, like, like
1: that. At where, at what point is, like, all this happening pregame? Like, you know, I've been to a, you know, behind the scenes in a football game before in the bowels of the stadium. I mean, like, guys are warming up, moving it back and forth between the locker room, like, does Le'Veon have like a smoke closet somewhere in Heinz Field that yeah. he just yeah. like? He like wasn't doing off. it in
0: front of Coach Tomlin, right? right. He that's what I'm saying. Out of like, there. I don't think, like, yeah.
1: I don't think he's taking. They're taking yeah. shots, like you know, in the actual hmm. locker room. Like, all right, ready, one, two, three, ah! all right, let's go to yeah. the field. Like, up like, by I the fan just... in the bathroom, blowing it
0: up into the fan so yeah, it sucks so it all it up. Like, like
1: that, well, maybe this. That you got the, you know the toilet paper roll like you yeah, had in college, trying to blow it out the door.
0: Yeah, maybe there was a secret entrance in the Heinz ketchup bottle outside the stadium or something that no one ever knew about. Can I tell I you something very quickly that I
2: I hadn't considered? There's a nice mm. a, a nice tradition on the banks of the Three Rivers. Levy and Bell, his preferred mm-hmm. thing, burning some tree before the game. Doc Ellis, right. famously LSD, threw a no hitter. Yeah. The Cobra, Dave Parker. OK, he and the pirate pair teamed up for a little <laughs> bit of schmutz and Dave Damischek on the high school basketball team. Me and my uh, my late pal, Richie, um, right. used to go um, on Mondays before practice. Of course, we would dry, we would start the weekend going through the drive through uh, beer distributor. They would just drop that case of beer in the back of our car. No questions asked. You know, we're 16, nice. whatever. They would just drop that in the back of our car for us. And it was wintertime. And whatever we'd we'd have our beers um, during the weekend. But then there would be a couple of leftovers, you know, and we would polish them off on Monday before basketball practice. And go 12th and 13th 13th men on the team. I found, much like Levy and Bell running the football, Damashek's stroke got stronger with the little bit bit of booze uh, powering it.
0: In the warm-ups oh. before they made you sit and watch the game? What do you mean? No game. No, no, no. Practice. Oh. So, so, okay. But we're, we're just oh, talking about
2: practice. We're just, we're, we're just talking about practice. But, oh, yeah, I was really good in practice. Except one time we did the, one of those two-on-one drills, and we were doing those, and I shot the ball up over my head and backwards. <laughs> then I thought, like, okay, there's some limitations to being drunk while you're playing basketball. Let's a few. We'll
1: you think that maybe w- if yeah. you had spent more time at practice sober, you would not have been the 12th man? No,
2: no, it's sort of like the Celtics, <laughs> like a Celtic fans don't like, man. yeah, if Tatum hadn't been hurt, like they have that to feel good about. It's like, I would have right. been better at basketball if I weren't drunk, you know? Yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah. 2020 hindsight. Uh,
0: well, to complete the Pittsburgh drug addict circle, uh, mario you you I'm, you of course left this out. Mario Lemieux, a, a known meth addict, known no. <laughs> See, meth I don't real, didn't even know I consider Lots myself interviews. to be the yes. as biggest. As I didn't even. Know. Of course, you you come up with box scores from '91 and exact score and everything else oh, that you forget coincidentally, yeah, uh, conveniently. All right, hey DeAndre Hopkins cut. I guess he was cut officially by the Arizona Cardinals. They still take a $22.6 million cap hit. I read all about it. It actually makes sense to cut them at this point. Um, now there are fake odds listed by somewhat reputable company that has the Bills as a two to one favorite to nab New Hopkins. Chiefs three to one, Cowboys five to one, Pats seven to one, spaghetti's Giants ten to one. I hope the Bills or Chiefs don't get him. In a way, I hope the Cowboys don't get him. I'm 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 stupid like that. Hmm. I know he would uh, contribute, but I'm one of those guys like, hey, this is our team and let's win with our team kind of thing. Now, I I loved it when we got Dion and when we got Charles Haley and all those guys in the in the past. I know it's not all homegrown. It can't be, but not bills, not chiefs. Right, Shaq? Come on. Look at you. See,
2: anti-mercenary, even though your Cowboys have benefited in the past from it. But good for you. This is the dawn of a new day. I like this. Yeah, I think the teams you named, unsurprisingly, are the the short list of teams. The Giants still need some help at pass catcher. They they have some young options there, but they really need to jazz something up for Danny Dimes if they're sincere Mm -hmm. about trying to make a push in the East. I think ultimately it winds up. This feels to me like a Buffalo Bills thing. I think they, you know, as much as the PR matters, which is to say not at all, but I still think in the world, like I think the Bills need that win in their locker room right now. Everybody, I, I think people mm-hmm. have moved on, I have, um, from the Bills as a Super Bowl contender or at least slot them behind, obviously, the Chiefs and the Bengals now. I think this would put them back in terms of confidence as they head off into summertime back on the radar. It's like, look out for all those weapons that Josh Allen, if you mix in Duke right. with what they already have.
1: So yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm going with like- Bills. Uh, I think I don't think he'll go to Kansas City. That doesn't. mean I, I don't think
0: they had the money. I thought like yeah. I know everybody can move stuff around and everything to make it work. Uh, yeah, but I salary not really real and stuff behind. like that. Yeah. yeah,
1: I don't see him yeah. in Kansas City. I, I could see a Buffalo scenario, uh, because I don't think they got what they want out of Gabe Davis last year, and mm-hmm. I think that Josh Allen, uh, to put it needs guys who can make contested catches. Right, and yeah. DeAndre Hopkins is that a hundred percent? Stephon Diggs is that too, obviously. And you saw how much better Josh Allen played once uh, Stephon Diggs got there. But what just crossed my mind is last a uh, few years ago when you had the Bills and the Chiefs in the divisional rounds, and everybody was saying that this is the true AFC Championship game. And then Kansas City went, Cincinnati beat them in that big comeback in the second half, to go on to the Super yeah. Bowl. A few short weeks ago, everybody was saying that Philly and Boston was the true Eastern Conference final. Now, neither one of those teams is representing the wow. Eastern Conference in the final. That's true.
0: And that's why Denver's going to sweep. Yeah. Wait, no, Jimmy right. Butler, yeah.
2: same initials as Joe Burrow. I think you're on to something. Boom! What?
0: <laughs> I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, well, I'm, I don't know who's going to take him. I hope it's the Patriots because I think we got to give them a little life there. These fans are so down, check, and I know you called the end of the whole Boston Boston Marathon of victories here. I think the Patriots give them some life, give them some hope, and then they go 6 and 11 and it's even funnier, right? <laughs> but New Hopkins goes I- to Boston. But Belichick try to coach him and all that other stuff. I don't
2: know what's in new Copkins heart. Does he want to play for a contender? Then you wouldn't go to the Patriots and you wouldn't go to the Giants. You would go to, you know, as we, as we just covered one of the two teams, like you would go to the chiefs or you would go to the bills, but you know, obviously the payout is going to drive his decision more than anything else. I'm sorry, football fans. That's the way it it goes. Well, the thing that's going to piss you
0: off the most is if he goes to the Browns, right? you will be beside yourself. Listen,
2: they they got no well more I, riches I love for them. Yeah, no, listen, go ahead. He wants to go to he wants to go to the Brownies. That's their business. I love these are those are the two divisions to me. How what is the one, two, three, four finishing order in the AFC North and the it's NFC tough. East? Our two divisions, Sal. I love this conversation. By the way, mm. minus three, Matt Verder on part two, our AFC deep dive. Really good stuff there, but also on the NFC East. He has a bold prediction. He's taking your Cowboys. We talked about I that loved it. to go to I the Super Bowl. It. But man, I that this, you know, where do you put the commies? What do we think of the Giants or the Cowboys? It's
0: a lot. All right, we got. I got to get you back. I got to bring you back. All right, I mean, go We're, ahead, we're go not. Ahead. We're not even making our NBA picks yet. But we got to. No, there's a lot to go. <laughs> All right, hey, I could can go, go on and on. on. I'm over the moon I know, about I know, football. That's why I had to step in there. I know. Okay. But we uh, we're gonna take a break. We will give our picks for Tuesday when we come right
1: back. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
0: All right, guys, I don't know if you thought about or followed how absolutely horrible this uh, Oakland Athletics team is in their final year in Oakland before they move to Las Vegas. Right. It's next year they're moving or is it the year I after? I think it's this coming year. Twenty four. They play in Vegas, they, right? They should move. Right. They should move next week. They're 11 and 45. They actually snapped an 11 game losing streak. They handed it to the Braves seven, two. I think that was their world series last night winning. And you could take the Braves at minus two sixty today. That'll win for you. But I like the Braves to win the first three innings. They have this on Caesars to win the first three innings. You're getting, you're actually getting a plus number plus one Oh five JP Sears, on the mound, not the worst of the bunch for Oakland as far as starting pitchers go, but he gets tagged early, six runs he's allowed in the first three over the last three games. Take plus money betting against the A's and it's in the form of the Braves in the first three innings. Martin, what's your play of the day?
1: I too am going to that same game, actually. I'm taking the Braves Hmm. minus one and a half on the run line. Uh, Like you said, Oakland won last night. The last time before that they won was May 16th and after right. that they lost the next 11 games in a row six of them by more than two runs and oh. especially back to back by more than two runs i think the Braves get it done here and i like your first three innings but i and i would also maybe think about a yes run first inning in this because the last three or four games the uh uh, uh yesterday, the last game excluded right so against the Braves the games at the uh A's have lost, they've jumped out mm-hmm. to early inning leads, like maybe first, second uh, inning leads, and then ended up getting pounded as the game continues on. I've got a couple live bets in mm-hmm. on them, so they do score no, I, early.
0: I have a French Open parlay with this bet I mentioned that's going. I think somehow these uh, tennis these guys are winning for me yet. Yeah, that'll get ugly later in the week, I'm sure. Shaq, what do you like?
2: wonder how bad tennis is going to get in the next decade here, now that those big three guys are all pretty much individually fading away. Um, well, in the
0: Alcaraz mean- is fun. This, uh, this, this guy Alcaraz, if you watch him. But, yeah, you're right. It's a, it's a different crop.
2: And it's funny that Joker is now, I mean, he's one of the three big guys and one of the five best in men's tennis history, but he's at mm-hmm. best the second best Joker going in sports right now. Oh, um, you're right. Interesting. In the meantime, the Dodgers offense is going pretty good. In the last dozen games, they've scored, they're averaging over six runs. They've scored Mm -hmm. as few as three runs only twice during that run. So they're tracking more towards double digits than they are towards a meager three runs a game. Meantime, Jake Irvin on the hump for the Nationals has been very poor. He hasn't reached five innings. uh, He's reached five innings once out of five starts This season, Mm. I think the Dodgers, the way they're swinging the bats against this bum, have a chance to carry the total of that game over nine runs all by themselves. The Nationals are swinging the bat okay against Tony Gonsolin. I say take the Dodgers, lay the run and a half, and parlay it with over nine, and your payout on that one is plus one seventy two. Or you can also find some fun odds um, that uh, that take the Dodgers. over five and a half runs, and there's some juice attached to that. If you if you're very confident, go over six runs, and the payout mm-hmm. is uh, on the plus side of the ledger.
0: We uh, we did well. Was it last Thursday? We mostly had Miami Miami. Uh, no, what did we have? It was game five. We went three for three. Yeah, right.
1: I had Caleb Martin remember, over threes.
0: Caleb Martin, not bad. You may have kickstarted his uh, the phenomenon that is Caleb Martin. Uh, I can't remember what I had, but we all had like plus money wins. So. That was nice. So go back with us today. We'll make a nice graphic. Uh, succession. Everybody seen it? Everybody caught up?
1: Yes. I actually, I haven't on? seen it yet. Oh, you Oh haven't? no, son of a! I mean, plug but your you ears. there. I've seen the spoilers. I've seen the spoilers, and I'm not. You can go ahead. Do you want to
0: leave? Do you want to? You want to? How, how many? How many you got behind?
1: Oh, uh, just the finale.
0: All right, just watch it right now, and we'll wait. We'll watch. We'll wait. No, all right, Martin. You, <laughs> I you can't say believe goodbye. Connor
2: killed everybody. I can't. I mean, that was, that was
0: where did that come all right, from? Martin, you get out. No, I don't want to spoil right. it for you. So, Martin, you okay. leave, and Chuck and I will talk about it for a few yeah. minutes. Lemon Pepper Parley. It's Martin. It's Mark Gunnels. Uh, right there on the money grab feed, right? And then, uh, plug your ears or leave,
1: Martin. Yeah, get I had to. It. Well, I had to just real quick. The reason why I haven't yeah. seen it yet. The the girlfriend went to London to watch Beyonce. I see. So she gets back today. So (laughs) I will, I'll have seen it by the next time that we all see each other. This is a great,
2: you know what? everybody now, I know you do it. Sal, I like to do it. Zillion
0: memes out there, like talking. Parenting tips are one thing
2: we need to start doing a relationship corner. I really think yeah, we need right. to do this. I like, and one of the first issues we'll tackle is exactly what Martin's describing. What is this thing of like uh, uh, among? They may need to add it to the standard marital vows. Is like you can't yeah, watch a right. show without me. You're like right. this thing of like
1: my my wife so it's mad a, that
2: I have jumped ahead on a couple episodes. Like you did yeah. that with you went the you went like yeah. How long am I going to wait? Like I mean, it's been weeks now. That I I yeah. jumped
0: ahead. Yes, I did. Could you watch been. it with her? Don't they have like watch party apps or something that you could watch together at, at some oh, point? Oh yeah, at the, at two mean, in the morning or something. Well, I mean, she'll well, it be here. Help she'll be
1: here this evening, so I could just watch right. it with her in the same room. All right. but uh, too late
0: now. You know, now right. you already know what
1: happened. Go, on, right. go,
0: go, Martin. Go. All we'll right, talk to you. All right, check. Uh, I give it a C plus. Really? I didn't love wow. it. I not I know. I know. I'm in the minority, but everybody loved it, and I don't. To me, it's like if you never bought into the Shiv, um, what's his name? <laughs> Tom. Tom, Shiv and Tom, if you never bought into that relationship, which I didn't, it's gonna miss the mark. A lot of episodes are gonna li- miss the mark. Certainly, that ending is gonna miss the mark. And I just didn't like, yeah, you know, people like, oh, I my heart melted when she put her hand in his. Like they never liked each other. They fought the whole time. I likened it to Mrs. and Mrs. Roper. Like I had the same emotional connection to them because they were a farce of a couple. And the fact that she, nine minutes before the credits ran, decided that that murder or whatever, the death, uh, you know, tied to Kendall mattered to her. Whereas Double Crossing, the guy who got her off the masthead uh, hours before and her husband, who she hated, was the better option. I don't, I just didn't buy it. I didn't, I didn't buy that. Well, Sorry. I think I you know, yeah, I feel like there is
2: a a misread. A, a, my opinion is is that other people including you are misreading the what what the point was or they'll the put the hand Tell me
0: a, what the point is. Why? Well, I'm saying
2: the point versus Barry when one character puts his hand in somebody else's hand, that mm. that was lovely. You know what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I okay. got gotcha.
1: you. Yeah yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Indicated. A, I mean, it was, I tweeted it out and I guess it was too deep a dive in 2023, but to me, it was the end of the graduate. It was a Pyrrhic victory. Yes. She won on TKO, but she didn't really she win did? anything. Tom is now the figurehead of the U S but how long does that last? What she chose to do. And as you look back, You know, obviously, in 2020 hindsight, the writers were telling you the importance of that relationship all through the sea. The the topsy-turvy, it is an imperfect, terrible marriage between these two people. But she doesn't like to lose, as Tom tells us. She doesn't like to fail a test. And so that is motivated by her father. So she won that game, which was important to her father. And she didn't fail the test. Of marriage, she's pregnant. She chose to go with Tom, the father of her child, over her well, damaged God old family. Cares. Now she chose a new damaged family. Tom. To
0: she had just asked him, "Do you want to start this relationship up?" And he's like, "I don't know." I, I, the, she had to reward him and reward the guy who took her off as CEO. Like, I just it didn't it just didn't make sense. But that's what that's the problem of the show. They made every every relationship so complicated. So that she was either going to backstab her brother, who had, they had a very, a very strange relationship, or her husband, who she never liked in the first place. I mean, but then you look at it, it's like, all right, this isn't a, um, what, what What are the uh, trading places, guys? Randolph and Mortimer situation. <laughs> like, everybody's walking <laughs> off with $800 million, right? Right. Like, okay. Well, let's not, why is everyone so depressed, Kendall? A. B. You don't get to run the company that your father created, your father, who you hated. like. But it's kind of the opposite
2: thing. of Wolf of Wall Street in a way, because wh- while he goes off to jail and they all get busted, mm-hmm. he wins in the end, ultimately. And the losers are the are the um, authorities who take him down yeah. as he's riding the subway, train, right. the guy who gets him. You know what I'm talking about? I I, was that guy? Yes, from- I just,
0: I just didn't. Uh, I, I this didn't was. I
2: they are all billionaires, and they all lose. They, ought, no one won. You, there right. was no one to support. You weren't supposed to root for any of these people. You were supposed to be satisfied that they've all lost. They all make off with 000, 000, 000 a billion dollars apiece, and they all go home empty. We are, uh, that that's the point of great. the, entire I don't know,
0: except no it one won. really makes a oh, great. So no one, won. well, we didn't win as a viewer. I don't think I really don't. Ah. I don't know. It's just like, also if she doesn't go back in that room, I'm sorry. If he, if Kendall doesn't go to fight for her vote, does she vote for him? Like, what? it seemed like he, he inspired like, oh yeah, you're a murderer. And then, uh, it's like the, the, the Culkin brothers like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You murdered. We can't vote for you. What have we done? Yeah, so but, she, but that it was up, her. That it was, was a convenient her. flip at the end. The no, few se- I see because I think before.
2: that is her shiving them. What we didn't know, what we didn't mm. see, if you go back and watch the episode is we don't see the resolution of the conversations between Shiv and Tom. They extend beyond that, like, OK, we're going to make this work. We have a baby coming. She decides, doesn't tell her brothers that she yeah. is going to continue in the path down the path that she was taking, we assume because of the that's why it's a great episode because you buy as a viewer. Look I at these know. siblings all coming together. Isn't this nice? This is how it should have been, and now they're going to move forward as one happy family. But ultimately, as we're told, oh no, Shiv has has been just uh, dancing for her brothers the last 48 hours or 24 hours, whatever period of time we're supposed to. No, she wasn't. Happen.
0: She just came, it just hit her. because I don't she think it did though. I think she knew she even was though, doing Even that. though she had an 8% chance of being the last vote and deciding vote. It just happened. So happened. That's where she was sitting at the table. Okay, great. We'll we'll accept that as for what it is, but she flipped out. I don't know what she heard and then ran off and then changed her. I don't know. So I I I mean, I
2: think I, I I think a lot of people agree with you, including my wife. I think that what we're supposed to take is yes. Dramatic positioning of Shiv in the anchor seat. There um, is, you know, fun theater, but I do think that what we're supposed to assume is, Oh, Shiv, with tom made a deal
0: no she ran off she was ran off a, a i don't know I, maybe like, she, she was conflicted she didn't, she didn't about pull what a john to do. mccain where she um you know brazenly went up there and gave the thumbs down she ran out of there i don't know Babyface. to me it's like we saw these three fight for four years for the same thing and uh i was only entertained by one of them really I, that's so that's why i wasn't going to be happy no matter what so it doesn't matter hmm. what do you think Babyface?
2: Well, I think uh, by the time Dave's done talking, Martin should have watched the whole episode. But oh, come on, no, come on! I'm, no, I'm with you. Though. She,
0: she—they made her. She was supposed
2: to be the strong female character, and then she didn't stand for anything at the end. She went against her political views. She went against her family views, and then the guy that uh, torched her family and took her off the mask said, "You're right." She. Uh, then decided with him. Like, what does she stand for? I mean, it was nothing. They, not none of them stand for anything except their own power. So she leaned into what was going to give her the most power. But instead of no, like he, she, she went in there, and in the course of 24 hours, she changed her uh, opinion three times. But what put her over the edge is uh, Kendall put his feet on the desk
1: of, of their father and that is what set her off you don't and dave you i know you do that you're a big uh put your feet up on the desk kind of guy you, you can't true. you can't do it
0: yeah Shaq, don't do that anymore all right
1: it i thought I, I
2: i i thought it was really good because we all in the game of thrones sports fan mentality like who's gonna mm. win who's gonna win as it turned out it was a classic right.
0: literal i know kiss your sister You
2: know, it was a really, like, it was a tie game in the championship round.
0: It was, uh, like... That's why you, no one won. It. you like you like the tie game in the championship round.
2: Well, when you're when you're looking at it as that it's no I mean, I don't like it in when you <laughs> like somebody, but who did you like uh, in this did you like any of those characters?
0: No, I know it was that's why it was most conflicting. I know, and that's what I mean. Nothing would have worked. If they gave it to Greg, that would have been stupid. Kendall, yes. whatever. He never he lost he won and lost the company three times, so he shouldn't have gotten it. Roman wasn't gonna make sense. I uh, I don't want any of those no-name other people on the board. Like that what what were they going to do? But I think that's what happens with a lot of these series. They back themselves into a a corner, and then then nobody's happy. I think it's <laughs> funny because they're
2: that, well. It's the Murdoch family. Think of it in those terms. Yeah. Aren't you happy that like that nobody wins? I mean, that's the I way. Guess. That's the takeaway. I know.
0: Plus eight hundred million dollars each. Nobody wins. But I, I know that that's why if nobody really won, if they were down on their luck, it like trading places kind of thing, then uh, I would have accepted <laughs> it. But that might have been a, a bridge too far. All right. Check minus three. You got a lot of football talk going.
2: Oh, yeah, we did. We did before Memorial Day. We did mm-hmm. the NFC. And then now we got a fresh one for you. All the AFC talk. We hit all 32 teams. We spend a couple of minutes at least on every single pro football team. It's very satisfying if you're a football fan. Verderam steeped in what's going down in pro football right now. I, I can't give it. If you want a straight football show that just like what you need to know, what are the big issues for every team? verdaram really and i, does I think hit each a team
0: a couple minutes what do you say say one good thing say one bad thing and he really he really nails it no uh, you guys do a good job uh together as we, go, as we go steak rad that's oh uh, yeah right that's fun good to know all you. right so uh yes against all odds we have um what else do we have oh laugh lines who's on joel paul verzi right paul verzi yep he's
1: Gonna on fun. tour and he's. Uh, Big Giants, big Knicks fan, funny guy.
0: Yeah, check that out. All right, and that's going to do it for another episode of Extra Points. Oh, shout out to Megan Morant, yes. your
2: co-host on that. What'd because she, do she now? Well, you know, she's uh, she got to talk to Kimmel. She's tweeting me or texting me now about blueberries. You know she's, what? She's doing
0: great things the in the world of wrestling. So shout out yeah. to her for her. Big Interesting. Ride. All yeah. right, shout out to uh, Megan, uh, the blueberry picker Morant. There you go. Uh, That's going to do it. I want to remind everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites.